It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of InvestorIdeas.com podcast. In today's podcast, going to be looking at a few private and public company announcements, looking at Everest, Biopharma International Incorporated, Afria, as well as Tilray Incorporated, trading on the TSX as APHA and the NASDAQ as TLRY, Australis Capital Incorporated, trading on the CSE as AUSA and the OTC as AUSAF. Maple Leaf Green World Incorporated, trading on the NEO as MGW, and the OTCQB as MGWFF. Uh, so first, starting with Everest Biopharma International, who announced that's received in February of this year its notification of Eligible Business Corporation, or EBC, under the BC Venture Capital Act, allowing BC investors a 30% tax credit. Now, the company is presently completing the internal build-out of its state-of-the-art cannabis extraction systems in Kelowna, BC, and the first sales of live rosin and its derivatives are expected in May of this year. Now, Everest is currently installing large-capacity ice water bubble hash solventless processing equipment with ancillary rosin presses, which also allows the ability for organic registration, adding further value to its products. Now, Nigel Bose, the president and CEO of Everest Biopharma, stated, Our registration as an eligible business corporation, EBC in BC, attracting a 30% tax credit, will facilitate funding required to us to fully implement our business plan, which firstly focuses on tolling service fees and then the sale and proprietary medical CBD products. Now, two recent standard processing licenses, Premium 5 with a similar business model and Lift Food, indicate a high valuation for Everest. Rob Hatch, the CEO sorry, the COO of Everest Biopharma, stated that by processing from frozen, we save our tolling customers time and money because there's no requirement to trim and dry the product. And there are approximately 147 standard cultivation licenses in Canada without extraction licenses. Um, so Everest Biopharma uh, definitely aiming to be in a similar, similar realm that Valens has ended up in. Uh, very interesting that they're also popping up in Kelowna as well. I do like that they're obviously focusing on the solventless extracts. Again, um, when you're looking at sort of the overall market trends of what's selling in stores and what's taking up bigger market share of those sales, uh, your solventless extracts continue to be the products that customers are moving towards and moving away from, uh, again, your butane or solvent-based extracts. Um, and this is actually even being somewhat helped by the illicit market, as I do find that because so many people have bought shatter and wax, 
uh, etc. from illicit sources, they've now started to notice the quality difference between some of the stuff coming out of the recreational market and some of the stuff being sold on the illicit market. Obviously, there's a lot of differences in price with the illicit products, but now that you're starting to see a lot of these companies come out with their uh, sort of high-end ex extract products and you're starting to see a lot of the solventless extracts come out to the market, um, you're starting to see why customers should pay for more um, and also what that sort of increase in cost actually gets you quality-wise. So I do think that that is kind of the way for these legal companies to continue to compete with the illicit market. Um, and I do think that there is a lot of potential there for Everest Biopharma to take over a bigger share of the extracts market and be at least a marginal competition for a Valens-like company. Next, looking at Afria as well as Tilray, who announced the launch of the website afriatilraytogether.com. Now, this new dedicated resource seeks to provide shareholders of both companies with pertinent information, news, and updates leading up to the special meeting of shareholders at which Afria and Tilray's respective shareholders will vote on the resolution necessary to implement the proposed business combination of the two companies. And the website will also allow shareholders and other interested parties to register for transaction updates that are made publicly available so that they receive information directly to their email addresses. Now, as disclosed in the preliminary joint proxy statement and management information circular filed with regulators on February 19th, both companies are pleased at the applicable waiting period under the Hart-Scott-Rodino Antitrust Improvements Act of 1976, as amended, has expired in relation to the transaction. And in addition, the companies have received a no-action letter from the Competition Bureau of Canada in respect of the transaction, which confirms that the Competition Bureau does not intend to challenge the transaction under the Competition Act. Erwin D. Simon, AFRIA's Chairman and Chief Executive Officer, commented, the receipt of HSR clearance and Competition Act approval represent a significant step forward in bringing together these two companies, and we're incredibly pleased that we remain on track to complete our business combination in the second quarter of the calendar year of 2021. Together, AFRI and Tilray expect to have a robust strategic footprint in Canada and internationally, with the operational scale necessary to compete more effectively in today's consolidating cannabis market. And we believe our strong, flexible balance sheet, cash position, and access to capital will provide us with the ability to accelerate long-term sustainable growth and deliver attractive returns for shareholders. Um, so obviously... Tilray and Afria stock has been on a pretty uh, good high in respect to a lot of anticipation of these two companies merging together. Um, and I do expect that you're going to see similar types of consolidations within the cannabis industry over the next year. Um, there's a fair amount of big moves that have been going on lately, and that leads into our next uh, bit of news today as well. We're looking at Australis Capital who announced today that further to its press release date January 5th, the company has entered into a definitive agreement with the principals of ALPS for the acquisition of 51% of the issued and outstanding shares in ALPS, and the definitive agreement has an option permitting the company to acquire the remaining 49%, and furthermore, the ALPS transaction also includes the appointment of Terry Booth as AUSA's CEO upon completion. Uh, Terry Booth, obviously a pretty well-known figure in the cannabis industry, um, who could be now at the CEO position for Australis Capital. Now, since its management bio from Aurora Cannabis in May of 2020, ALPS has rapidly built a blue-chip roster of global customers and a growing pipeline of potential new deals. Um, so, with Aurora Cannabis, annual ongoing service contract, multiple locations globally, with Can Group Cannabis Facility Contract, plus APIS Extensive Services Contract in Australia, 
um, multiple undisclosed cannabis related contracts in the US McMaster University Life Science Center Ontario uh, in the Middle East large fruit and vegetable facility so AP, LPS has a pretty uh, decent footprint as well as uh, several 20,000 as well as 200,000 foot square plant production facilities um, in both the US and other parts of the world and the ALPS transaction upon closing will be immediately accurate to ASUA results and will further material growth anticipated in the coming months. Um, again, if you look at our recent interviews we did uh, with Jason from Arcview, as well as uh, Paul from 1933 Industries, both of them pretty much said a very similar sentiment, which is that in the next year or so, you are going to see a lot of more aggressive consolidation within the cannabis space. Um, as a lot of these companies are now preparing for uh, legalization changes within the U.S. and other parts of the world, as more and more, uh, I guess, entry barriers to the cannabis industry continue to dissipate, um, you're going to see larger scale companies looking for entryways. So obviously, again, your Coca-Colas, uh, Constellation Brands with Canopy, there's a lot of big either pharmaceutical or CBG companies that are still anticipated to jump into this industry at some point once the regulations are sort of less unpredictable and uh, have less of that stigma associated for them to enter into this market. Um, that being said, for a lot of these companies right now, the goal is to kind of get as much financing and sort of traction as you can so that way you're not vulnerable to those larger companies once that market does open up. Uh, so I would expect to see a few more of these medium to large size companies either partner with each other or uh, merge into one sort of larger scale company in anticipation of sort of expectations of legal change over the next couple of years. And definitely within the U.S., um, especially with the States Act uh, hopefully being passed or the Safe Banking Act, one of those two, um, you're going to have a lot more access to capital. And that access to capital is kind of the double-edged sword because obviously then this industry can get a lot of funding to expand and improve quite aggressively, but the downside is is then you're a little bit more vulnerable and susceptible to larger scale investor firms, hedge funds, etc., uh, which can not only manipulate the markets, but then also take ownership of some of these companies and steer them into a different direction. Um, and I do think that for a lot of it, eventually, especially looking at the CBD side of this industry, it is going to become very much in the realm of the Coca-Colas of the world, uh, where you're going to eventually see that CBD product pretty much in everything and becoming more of just a standard consumer packaged good product. Lastly, today, looking at Maple Leaf Green World Incorporated, who announced it signed an agreement with Hempco Co. Incorporated, a vertically integrated California-based hemp CBD, CBG, and R&D marketing and manufacturing company, to develop, manufacture, and market its new brand of CBG hemp cigarettes. Now, the agreement aims to develop a new CBG hemp cigarette branded by Maple Leaf using their California-grown hemp, and Hempico will handle all of the research, development, and manufacturing of the Retail Ready 20-pack CBG-rich hemp cigarette brand. I'm excited to work with Hempico to develop our brand of CBG hemp cigarettes. This is a pivot for our company after identifying the growing hemp cigarette space and the market opportunity not only in the U.S., but also in the Canadian and internationally, said Raymond Lay, CEO of Maple Leaf. Our CBG farm is minutes away from Hempico's manufacturing location, which makes it an amazing opportunity to have our seed-to-shelf product and deliver an incredible hemp-smokable quality experience to the consumer, Raymond concluded. Now, the hemp cigarette private label manufacturing agreement is for five years and consists of two phases. The first phase is hemp cigarette product development, 
uh, including research development, business modeling, and hemp cigarette white label manufacturing. And then your second phase uh, will include jointly developing branding and packaging artwork that Hempco will manufacture, as well as an e-commerce strategy which will expand Maple Leaf's online and social media presence by developing a full e-commerce platform. Now, Hempco will invest in the brand by paying for all the initial startup costs associated with both phases, and Maple Leaf will contribute to the manufacturing and order processing costs when sales are made. Now, the agreement will leverage Hempco's fully integrated supply chain to manufacture, package, market, and distribute Maple Leaf's CBG hemp cigarettes, as well as leveraging Maple Leaf's digital branding, artwork, expertise, and cultivation, high-quality organic CBG hemp, and its role as a gateway for penetrating international markets. Uh, by utilizing the resources of both Maple Leaf and Hempico, this agreement will disrupt the cigarette industry by providing a natural, great-tasting alternative to traditional tobacco and nicotine cigarettes, and hemp cigarettes are also a great alternative to marijuana, by offering the non-psychoactive effects caused by THC with the added benefits of CBG. Um, so you've already seen a few hemp cigarette brands popping up in the States. Um, I Most of them have been pretty successful so far. I don't know if it quite is what they're anticipating, which is a disruptor to the traditional tobacco market. I think that more so what you're getting is for new cannabis consumers, or people who already consume cannabis, this is a nice, a nice sort of um, addition to their smoking regimen. Um, and I think for a lot of people, it gives them the option to then go out and have a smoke break and not have any sort of the cannabis judgment associated with it or any of the intoxicating effects of cannabis uh, for when they're going back to work, etc. And I do think it'll be interesting to see... Um, there's a lot of products that are coming out over the next year that'll be CBG focused. I don't know how well that's going to be received. I don't expect CBG to become the new CBD. That being said, um, there is obviously the novelty factor. I'm sure lots of people will try these just to see what the overall effects and uh, taste profile, etc. is. Um, but I don't know if CBG is exactly sort of the next big gold mine that many companies are kind of anticipating. I don't know if it'll have as much traction as CBD has garnered, um, but it'll be interesting to see. And at least from just the basics of a hemp cigarette, uh, I do think that that is a smart approach for any of these companies, especially within the U.S. markets. They've been pretty successful so far. But again, I don't quite see it as a, a direct competition to any of your tobacco nicotine products. I don't see a lot of people jumping over to hemp cigarettes. Um, if they're already smoking tobacco products, obviously it's not going to hit the same effects and fulfill the same needs as a nicotine cigarette would. And I do think as well that there's also a cost point effect. Um, none of these companies have quite been able to make them as cheap as traditional cigarette companies. That is more a matter of time, though, where eventually if you have more and more hemp production, they will get a little bit cheaper. But again, I don't see it as a direct competition, more of an additive market or, uh, or an addition to, again, the cannabis consumer market. That's all for today's podcast. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. That's all for today's podcast. Podcast is now a certified word trademark on the blockchain through Cognate Incorporated CM certification. InvestorIdeas.com podcasts are also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and TuneIn. If you'd like to be a guest or sponsor of this podcast, please contact InvestorIdeas.com. Investor Ideas reminds all listeners to read our disclaimers and disclosures on the InvestorIdeas.com website, and this podcast is not an endorsement to buy products or services or securities. Investors are reminded that all investments involve risk and possible loss of investment. 
Investor Ideas does not condone the use of cannabis except where permissible by law. Our site does not possess, distribute, or sell cannabis products. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.